This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon and uh, welcome to your Tuesday Lori and Julia show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. And unlike the Iowa caucus, we can say that here, Lori and Julia are the winners. <laughs> Thank you. I take a shot Thank you Iowa. very much. <laughs> they, they need to get rid of that caucus thing. I it agree. is like such an old dating yeah, way just of go doing. Go to a primary like we are doing. Yeah, it's so goofy. They spend all that time there. Well, and- I think they don't want to get rid of it. Think of how much time and money all the candidates spend in Iowa. Well, I mean, they've maybe, been there for six months. But that's only because they're first. Yeah. Well, I understand that. But it's do you just think it a be, goofy way of goofy doing way. politics when it's I was a 2020. Delegate once. I agree. You were? I was a delegate for a caucus when uh-huh. we had caucuses here. Uh-huh. Uh, out of uh, me and my friend Barbara. And it's not like I was representative of the United States. Yeah. No. I mean, it's like 95% white. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Well, hopefully they get it all sorted out. Yeah. And, you know, we've we've got time to figure out who's going to be the other, you know, candidate. Right? Yes. yes. It's just like, which one? So many choices. So many choices. Okay. Exactly. All right. So, Julia. Yes, sir. We each had a little... Thing that we said we were going to do. You told Holly you would watch Miss America on Netflix because Holly raved about that, the Taylor Swift documentary. And I said, don't worry, I'll watch the three-hour Bachelor. And I'm like, yay. I'm telling you. Was it good? The Bachelor delivered last night. It was the three rumble hours. in the Costa Rican jungle. <laughs> and let me tell you, they were quite happy to be leaving Cleveland. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> they go to somewhere. I did hear when they announced we're going to Costa Rica and everyone's like, yes. And then we thank you. Uh, yeah, it was just it was a, it, it was just full of drama. So much kissing, so much making out. In fact, one in the grotto kissing scene with a gal who hadn't made any impression on me because I was just, I know Champagne Kelsey. You know, the girl who cried over the the, the, spill the champ- bottle. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, but there was another gal who gets a, gets a one-on-one date, and her name was, uh, what was her name? What the hell? Uh... I'll tell you Just in a the second. Blonde one. No, she wasn't. She wasn't a blonde one, but um, he kicked off the girl that he let come back. But he had his first one on one date. And um, Sydney, I think her name is, and he tells her, You are the best kisser. Now, that's a dangerous thing to do when you still have 12 women. Absolutely. But he does kiss all of them. And when he doesn't know what to say to somebody who's crazy, like Kelsey, who tells him she's falling in love with them, he just kisses. Mm -hmm. But this Sydney, they were rolling around. I was like nervous for the camera work because they were in their swimsuits. Yes, they were. In a grotto. There's nothing more exciting than making out in a wet swimsuit in and out of water. Mm. Just saying. 
Yeah. Yeah. So he made out with everybody. He explained he got stitches. He got bonked in the head by a golf cart and the glass he was holding. And the Bachelor producers gave it to us in slow-mo soft focus. Was it, Lori, do you think, can you pick out who he's going to pick? Do you have any ideas? He makes out with all of them. And he's so wishy-washy. And anyone who's... Real super crazy. The producers talk him into um, staying again. Staying again. They're bringing back. We've had two girls come back, including some from last year. Quite enjoyable, Julia. So you're liking? All right, good. I'm liking that they did have to do a photo shoot um, in front of a waterfall for Cosmopolitan magazine, and all of the swimsuits were straight out of the '80s, cut yeah. all the way thigh high, oh, real, thigh real high. thigh high. Was, yeah, yeah. I was like, remember when thigh high underwear first came out in the Baywatch cut? Well, I was wondering, like, how many of them were panicking about bikini waxes because when it's cut, no one has hair anymore. Well, I'm just saying, even if you, even if you just had even a landing strip, these suits were so skimpy, yeah, that uh, you could have been worried about hair anywhere else too. Mm -hmm. They were so tiny, but anyway, the girl that uh, won the challenge to be the Cover girl for March. Okay. Victoria kind of looks like Ariana Grande. Anyway, they found out that she was a model for a t-shirt company called Wife White Lives Matter. So she lost her March cover girl assignment. Now you know what's happened on The Bachelor. And there's another another two hours on Wednesday night. This week? Yes. Yeah, oh we my. knew that last week they announced they were going to do it. Oh again. my word. Will you crazy. watch it again? Of course, Julia. I'm quite enjoying Peter the pilot making out with everybody and wow. all the drama. The formula still works. Oh yeah, it's, and they've added some twists that they we haven't have. had. Yeah. Oh, oh and so Amer- Miss Americana, do we do? It was great. It's it's so it's the Taylor Swift documentary that went on Netflix last Friday. When and was it filmed? Like the last year and a well, half? Well, it feels like two, no. Do you feel two like years, it's like it? Um, there's a big part about the midterm elections in Tennessee. Hmm. In 2018. So this is... So it's like 2018, you know, but what it starts out with her as a little girl and just talking... I mean, she can write a song like that. Yeah. She is so super talented and kind of... You're just watching her grow up and maturing as a woman because now she's 30. Did it change your mind very much about so. how you felt about her? Very much so. Um, Yeah, I, I... You know, she really was so young when some of the crap happened to her with Kanye West and all that stuff. 19 at the VMAs. And, and when, when he, he went up her. on stage and interrupted her and said, I just want to say that Beyonce had the best video. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just standing there and Beyonce's like, oh, I hate you right now. Why oh, are you doing this to me? We saw Beyonce's face. She shot daggers at Kanye. Yeah, and Taylor Swift is so young and innocent and so excited to win her first kind of crossover, you know, she's a country singer still at this point. Yes. So she's so excited and she's just standing there not knowing what to do and she hears all these boos and she thinks they're all for her. And they and, were booing Kanye. Right, and she's a typical young girl who just wants to be liked. And that's kind of what you get from her, a lot of how she reacts and what she does and her, you know, not being in high school full time mm-hmm. and not being a normal kid she right. hustled. She'd go to radio stations as a 12-year-old and blah, blah, you know. Play her songs. And then you just watch her through um, Reputation album, and then you watch her through um, not wanting to be political about anything. What happened is there was this woman running for, I, I think, Congress in um, Tennessee who didn't believe in women's rights, didn't believe in... Um, 
oh, protecting yeah. women if you were um, raped, raped or stalked. And she's going through. She talks about her stalking case, and you see that that motivated her. Yeah, and, and her getting groped probably. Yeah, well, that was the thing. Yeah, the stalking and the groping and that case. And she just said, you really find a young woman who grew up in front of all of us trying to do the best she could do. Yeah. And it's really... I can't wait to watch it. It was really good. And she said, you know, my relationship now, I I chose to be private. We both chose to be private. I'm in love. I'm very happy. Did she say anything about Tom Hiddleston? No, no, okay. doesn't. No, it, none yeah, of that stuff comes up. To. Yeah, that's not too. No, but it's it. very. Um, I just think she was real likable and just kind of honest and truthful. And it, it's. It, it's I mean, really you're not good. the only one giving it good reviews. It's people, really good. People it, are liking it. Mm-hmm. And how long was it? Perfect amount of time. Maybe oh. like an hour and a half. Yeah, not perfect. bad. But you want to watch it? I spent three hours see, watching The Bachelor. Right. <laughs> you see behind the scenes stuff, so you kind of want to see how the glam team does it. Yeah. And she can't go out to a nail salon, so she learns how to do her own nails. You can't, she can't live a normal life, yeah. but she doesn't complain about it. Right, right, right. But you see her doing her own makeup and everything. It's, it was, it was good. Yeah. All right, listen. Well, speaking of good, it's our story we can't get enough of. Put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. everybody thanks for hanging out with us the band's gonna be together all week yay we don't have any vacations in sight we're here soon soon yeah a couple weeks but um jessica simpson's uh no holds barred memoir comes out today or came out today it's called open book and um we've got uh the rest of her sit down interview the only thing i've seen her on i know she's in new york today Looking like Al Woods, dressed head to toe in the most amazing pink trench coat and pink glasses and pants and a handbag. And the trench coat has a has a faux fur, oh, hot pink, amazing. Collar. So she and the whole family are on the book tour together. Mm-hmm. But I all love it. all we've seen her on is Kimmel and then Hoda. Uh, they aired the Today Show, the rest of the interview, mm-hmm. um, and she talks about. And I remember when this happened. Because uh, it was like maybe 2010, I think they'll say in the piece, but it was Jessica Simpson singing at a chili cook-off wearing a a pair of mom jeans with a double-belted leopard, you know, and the mom jeans are, they're universally unflattering. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know people like to wear them or whatever, but you too will look back on a picture of you and you go, holy Crap. I mean, because you have to be. So I remember that picture when it came out, Lori, and we're like, oh my gosh, oh my what God. happened to her? Yeah. And so she devotes a chapter in the book called Death by Mom Jeans. Here she is. In 2009, she was dating Tony Romo, who played for the Dallas Cowboys at the time. She says she was feeling confident when she took the stage at a chili cook off in South Carolina. Then came the photos. This picture that circulated and went worldwide broke my heart like the well not the picture necessarily but the caption like all the captions and it was just viral like i was like wait a second wait i'm so confused she calls that chapter in her book death by mom jeans and (laughs) says she was a size four when those photos were taken one of your first thoughts though you felt bad for tony you didn't want she was dating Tony. I know. Over. It's. I, I think that that comes from 
other relationships, Tony never made me feel that way. Um, I always felt confident when I was with Tony. I was taken down by the world. When something like that happened, did the drinking increase? Yeah, I mean, I definitely would drink. I'm like, I need to. When you hear somebody say that they need to, that's not a good sign. And then they showed the photo of her, and really, it is just the un. How unflattering. Angle from below the stage. It was the taken below the stage and of mom jeans and the double waisted yeah. belt, which just accentuates the bad cut of a high waisted mom jean that probably, you know, they were Jessica Simpson jeans. Right. They weren't, you know, like some like I always feel like sometimes when people wear like a, like Usher wore a nice high waisted pant. Those pants were probably custom made for him. When he was doing the Prince tribute? Yeah, at yeah, the I Grammys, did. you know, because mm-hmm. he was kind of has thickened up a little bit sure. in the middle, and it is a good disguise. Uh-huh. So anyway, then she, um, uh, there's also a story before we get to the next audio cut where uh, someone excerpted right before her divorce with Nick Lachey in 2006. She had watched this MTV documentary about the making of Lachey's album called What's Left of Me, which detailed their breakup in 2005, and it's 2006. Okay. And it's making the video, the song, you know, it starred Vanessa, Vanessa, whatever her name was, before she became sure. Lachey. She said, I just wanted to know what he thought of me because I had no idea. I watched him portray himself as a victim, and I knew he did this to hurt me. She said, but she felt like she was responsible for him for breaking down in this video. So she called him and asked him to come to her house. He rang the bell. She hugged him. She meant it. Despite her anger, she missed him. They listened to his new album. All the songs were about her. She said, I didn't know any other way to make it better. So I slept with them. She felt no connection and he didn't stay the night. I was relieved because I could feel his hate. When he walked out the door, I knew I'd never see him again. All this is very good, honest wow, stuff to talk about because wow. this is a common thing that'll happen once you've already broken up, moved out. You know, you will have. Some, Let's make sure this is really right, what we mean. Right. Uh, you know, kind of sex to figure it all out. Now, here she is talking about her relationship with John, Mo- John Mayer and how complicated it was. Her marriage to Nick. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cliche fills up a portion of her book, but she also gives a lot of ink to another man she loved. And in pops a guy named John Mayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
he might be the one that won't like to read this book very much. <laughs> that was funny. No, no. Um, I, th there's stories in here that John knows. I, he might be shocked that I reveal. John Mayer, who has been linked to Katy Perry and Jennifer Aniston, stole Jessica's heart and she says broke it over and over again. We were great at intimacy. We were great at loving each other. That was easy, like, but the relationship was very complex. And it was always on again, off again. And I went back uh, close to nine times. And one of the days he broke up, Day, the Kennedy Center Honors. Yes, it was the Kennedy Center Honors. And he broke up with me, our third breakup or something. Um, it was right before I was going to do this huge thing. It was 2006 and Jessica was set to perform 9 to 5 to honor her idol Dolly Parton. In the audience, President Bush and a room full of dignitaries. I drank before I went on stage. That is not John's fault. I'm the one that drank. I just stopped and I froze and then I just said I was sorry and that, Remember that. Dolly deserved better. Jessica left the stage and never finished the song. And, then and, there's, and then she said, I can't even look at the picture of Dolly, Reba, Shania, the, Twain, Shania Twain. Who look like Shania Twain yeah. and herself because she knows. That she, she's drunk and she was so mortified that she couldn't finish. But it was like, you know, I mean, what a crappy thing for somebody to do break up with you on the day you have a huge performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. He's the kind of guy that would do that. Yeah, I yeah, I know that. So, and you know, she was only 22 when she met Nick Lachey, right. who was uh, 29. Oh, I didn't realize he's that much older. Yeah. Well, here's a couple things that she said, because she's on the cover of Glamour, I think. Mm -hmm. And she said, um, and we had already kind of heard some of this, so I might be repeating, but just to remind, it was supposed to be a very different book. Five years ago, she was approached to write a motivational manual telling you how to live your best life. And this is because the Jessica Simpson collection had become the top-selling celebrity fashion line, the first to own, earn a billion dollars. Wow. She had just delivered the keynote at Forbes Power Women's Summit and Women's Wear Daily. And the deal was set. It was a ton of money. I walked away. The truth is I didn't want to lie to you. I couldn't be honest with you if I wasn't honest with myself first. And that's well, that was good awareness. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to reading this book. I My know. I'm, I'm impressed with her. We yeah. always have liked yeah, her because she kind of was always real. Yeah, she was. All yeah. right, listen, when we come back, if you thought the story about Jeff Bezos, the world's richest man being sued by his girlfriend's brother, could get any crazier, it just did. Woo! All right, dear My Talk Traffic is brought to you by Cub Foods. One crash on the system right now, Highway 100 southbound. That crash is happening right around Excelsior Boulevard and Highway 100 in St. Louis Park, so be on the lookout for that. My Talk Traffic brought to you by Cub Foods. Cub is sharing the love in February with free grocery pickup all month long. Just order your groceries online and Cub will shop it, bag it, and load it right to your car for free all month long. So go to shop.cub.com to start your pickup order today. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather for Forecast. Going to be mostly clear the rest of the day. 22, mostly clear. 7 tonight, mostly sunny. 30 tomorrow, right now. 22 and mostly sunny at the MyTalk studio. Did you miss Julia's random thoughts? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream MyTalk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at MyTalk keyword podcast. Never before, top designer clothes, front row.
Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. So, almost a year to the day, a year ago, we found out about Jeff Bezos was having a thing with a married woman by the name of Lauren Sanchez. And last Friday, Michael Sanchez, the brother of Jeff Bezos' girlfriend, is we found out he, he was suing Jeff Bezos for defamation, alleging that Bezos and his team falsely told reporters that Sanchez provided nude photos of Bezos to the National Enquirer. Okay. In the complaint that was filed Friday, Sanchez, a Hollywood talent manager and his sister's talent manager, Mm -hmm. even though her husband at the time was a huge talent manager, still is in Hollywood, but Mm -hmm. he didn't rep his wife. I guess I can see that. He said he's lost clients, has been shunned by family and friends, and the lawsuit said that Bezos began his affair with his sister, Lauren, Bezos' fiance. Yes, that's, that's what, new. That's new. This is yep. Michael saying this in yes. his lawsuit. Started in 2017 when her production company was hired to do work for a space work, uh, right. a space exploration company. And the couple kept their relationship secret. Based, you guys are going to love this, Okay, on advice from a psychic in New Mexico, according to the complaint. And I'm getting all of this from a story in the Associated Press, which was in the Star Tribune business today. Mm-hmm. A psychic said, keep your relationship secret. I could have been the psychic. Yeah, no, no kidding. Gosh. Well, first of all, you're having an affair unless you want to break up. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, yeah. ooh, these two are so woo-hoo. They Anybody kind of and their brother right. and sister could would say, yeah, if you don't want anyone to know, don't tell anybody. So keep it a secret. The lawsuit then alleges that a year later, in 2018, Lauren approaches her brother. Again, he was her manager about leaking the information about the affair to TMZ. We knew all this as a way to get ahead of the media and limit any backlash. Well, what was the backlash? Did they? Did she, she wanted to put? She wanted, she wanted to show his cards. Yeah, she wanted yeah. to publicize the affair. She wanted right. to so move she the breakup along. So she approached her brother to be in cahoots with him. Yes. Okay. Okay. Michael Sanchez. Sanchez said he advised his sister against the move. <laughs> but after quashing rumors about the affair, uh, for, because multiple tabloid reporters, he said he entered a deal with the publisher of the National Enquirer, okay. in which he agreed to corroborate the existence of the relationship under conditions that he, Michael, would manage the timing of the story and a way in which the affair was portrayed. Shortly after so- the... Nash- he could massage the story to be more favorable for his sister. Shortly after the National Enquirer ran the story last year, around this time, Bezos published a blog post detailing 
that the National Enquirer tried to blackmail him with embarrassing photos that he sent to Lauren Sanchez. It doesn't sound like he knew at the time that Lauren Sanchez had given those pictures Correct. and texts to her brothers. Correct. He also suggested that the Enquirer had ties with Saudi Arabia, which was upset um, with the Washington Post coverage, which Bezos owns. And the Post, of course, harshly critical that one of their own journalists was killed. Right. You know, at an embassy Sa- yes. by the Saudis. Yes. And uh, um, and Lauren Sanchez yesterday said her family is hurting over this baseless and untrue uh, lawsuit. And we hope my brother finds peace. Her brother, who was her manager, who she gave all this stuff to. Now, today... What does Bezos do? He and his chief of security, um, because they just got sued by defamation yesterday, they turn around and file a counter lawsuit. Yep. And they are now accusing the brother of extortion. Take that. Take that. <laughs> they said um, it is just a money grab by Michael Sanchez to do this defamation. And... Um, the National Enquirer did confirm that, yeah, we got all this stuff from Sanchez. Yeah. It didn't come from the Saudis. Right, right. He provided everything. And Sanchez himself has never denied that he leaked the stories and got paid. Right. So what he's suing for defamation for, I, I don't know. And he said that he um, was just managing the story and that he was going to cooperate strategically. And this is the third draft of the lawsuit that finally got filed in California court. One of the undated drafts that the wall street journal got a hold of mm-hmm. was that, um, Bezos, De Becker, his private investigator and Lauren Sanchez's ex-husband, ex-husband Patrick Whitesell, And they were referred to as the Jeff Bezos protection racket that he wanted a racketeering, a Rico charge. Mm. What the heck is going on here? That didn't make it into the allegations. Bezos, they want to dismiss it. They're saying it's a lawsuit for, it's frivolous, basically. And at issue is reporting that revealed and detailed the brothers' involvement in the National Enquirer. And the Daily Beast first reported that it was the brother who provided the text, okay? And then the Wall Street Journal reported they had this contractual agreement between AMI and the brother. Yes. And uh, it was Michael Sanchez who tipped off the National Enquirer 100%. And he's basically saying, but it's all the ways that I've been portrayed that's cost me business. Because my sister basically is not coming to my defense and admitting her part of why she wanted her brother to get these pictures over Mm -hmm. because she wanted the affair to come out in the open. That's what he's basically saying. Yep. And um, so the Wall Street Journal last month confirmed that the feds in New York have the evidence that Lauren did send all those pictures and texts to her brothers. That it's it's in the chain of evidence. They right. must have got her phone stuff. And you know? why, why did she do that again? Because she <laughs> wanted speed to up, speed up the breakup. Yes, yes. exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. And um, anyway, so it is now. What do I find out about these two? They're house hunting. Oh, they're going to get Lauren married. Lauren Sanchez. Of and they Je- are. But I mean, is he the biggest fool in? Uh, is, he, well, is this a foolish man? Okay. I asked Casey about this yeah, last night. What did he say? 
And I had to explain it to him. Mm-hmm. And he said, what? Tell me that again. And I told him again. He's like, what an idiot. Okay, but here I'm gonna, just going to tell you. He is whipped. Yeah. And she came claim with him and said, I, I did this. I sent it to my brother. I wanted to be with you. I wanted to be with you. I'd I, do anything to break I, this up. I don't care what the psychic in Nevada I, says. I, I, I didn't care about anything. Yeah. Um, and I did it. Okay. All right. And so she admits, and he's known this then, and he knows that she did it, and she says, I love you so much, I couldn't even think Not of now. breathing. I didn't know how I would be a day without you. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. But Michael is not playing fair. Michael already gained two hundred thousand dollars from. But now he, I believe truly that Michael is trying to get money from Jeff Bezos. Extraordinary. Yes, I believe that. And my brother won't stop. He already got two hundred thousand dollars out of this deal that he didn't have before, and he is a. He's saying his reputation has been ruined because Lauren isn't saying any of what you're just saying. You're putting oh. words in her. She's not saying any of this out loud. He feels she's left him to dry in the wind. Yeah, and as right. a talent yes. manager, he yes. was trying to yeah. manage her situation. And now she's just like, oh, I, you know, I didn't mean to do that. And I was just trying to get out of it. And mm. he's lost so clients, if, he says. Well, he didn't have many to start with. Because if you go back and look at his <laughs> his record, it's a very, he, he hung a shingle. Yeah, all right. As it were in the old-fashioned days, you know? Yeah, he, Bezos wants immediate the I know dismissal of this defamation. Um, and even though... It's too bad because even, they were close with Michael. I think she was really close with her brother way back when. I mean, she Obviously, if you can send your brother photos of your lover's wiener and all of his obnoxious, gouging texts about how he can't wait to put his nose in certain places, yeah. you would have to be pretty tight with your brother. To say, hey, try and get this out in the public eye so I can get my man to myself. Okay. So he's just forgiving her, and he's protecting her, and he wants it to go away immediately and them to stop. And at the expense of, I guess, she doesn't care. I guess, well, would you pick your brother over the world's richest man? I can't believe you would. Gosh, I'd like to think I would. Yeah, because usually blood is thicker than water, but not in this case. I would have never got into the situation. Yeah. Donnie, what do you think? I think they're uh, the brother and Bezos are both idiots. Yeah, okay. There, <laughs> there well, you go. But, but I, do think, I think that she has tried to work it out with the brother, and but the brother is just, I don't know what's going on there. I'd like to think the best of everybody. The brother maybe has tried to work it out too, and maybe, I don't know. He's, he's He wants money, Lori. Yeah. But, he wants money because think of the first yeah. draft. It was on yeah. racketeering. He's desperate. Yeah. He wants money. <sighs> All he was trying to do was help his sister out, and he, she she landed the richest guy in the world. Wouldn't you think she'd be a little bit more grateful you to would him? Think, yes. To her brother, yeah. who did the dirty work, exactly. And just then, a little bit, just a little just bit. Said, if you stop this, I'll funnel you money. Just relax. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Bezos, you better get a good prenup. All right, listen. Uh, we come back. We are going to talk about an amazing show that's at the Ordway right now, Once on This Island. We're going to talk to one of the actresses. We'll be right back. Did you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And uh, we're so excited. We have Tamira Gray in studio with us, and she is uh, starring in Once on This Island, which has opened at the Ordway and Tonight. today, Tonight. and running through Sunday. Sunday. So, welcome, Tamira. Thank you. And yes. uh, I recognize you from when you were on American Idol. Yes. So what many year were you on? Ago, the first season. It was two thousand two. Is that why you're memorable? Because that was our first <laughs> year. The first season. Yeah. Yeah. You're kidding. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is amazing. The Kelly Clarkson year. I know. Yes, indeed. At least you don't have to feel one bit bad about losing to Kelly Clarkson. I never did. You no, never she did. is never amazing. How long did you make it through the show? What I round? I was fourth. That's what I yeah. thought. Wow. Yeah. You were really, you were like, did the, I just, I remember you. Know, and that Kelly I and I did studio. a song together. Yes. Wrote a song together, you know. So I, I definitely have had a, a tremendous career since American Idol. American Idol yeah. opened all the doors. And now here you are at the Ordway with Once on This Island. So um, you got to tell us about the show. Yes, please. Well, our show. Because we were just listening to a song. We were, yes. And that was the original one. And the difference is, well, there's, there's quite a few from our show. And the original is that we actually gender swap. So you were just listening to Mama Will Provide, whereas in our show, Mama Will Provide is played by Kyle Freeman. And it's usually played by a woman. And my character, Papa Gay, is played by me. All right. And our show is about um, an orphan girl who decides that she wants to live life on her terms. So when she when um, a member from the other side of the island, the Grand Dome, crashes into her side of the island she believes that the gods saved her life in order for her to bring the two sides together and how we get into her story is that in the beginning of the show when you walk into the theater the show's already started there's a little girl who's sitting on the edge and you kind of just like what's going on and slowly but surely we the islanders start to trickle in and discover that our island has been ravaged by the hurricane or storm that happened the night before and so we're picking up and going about our daily business and then you hear this big thunder and the little girl gets scared again. And so what happens is our matriarch and patriarch of the island, Mama Yurley and Tonton Julian in the story, decide that we should tell the little girl this tale of Timun, the orphan girl, who set out for her own journey in life. And uh, she's journeying through life and has made this decision to go after this boy who she feels is her destiny. She's met with the gods. Uh, the goddess of love, Urzuli, the god of water, Agwe, the god of death, Papage, and the goddess of the earth, Asaka. And we all take her through these different trials, and she decides that she's willing to sacrifice her most sacred gift, which is, you know, her her soul for this boy. And so she, she is determined to 
to make this work. And so you see what happens when she makes it to the other side of the island. And it deals with a little bit of colorism between dark skin and light skin mm-hmm. blacks. You know, mm-hmm. whereas the, the, the light skin, lighter skinned blacks are the more wealthy and the darker skinned ones are the peasants, which is the part of the island that she comes from. And you, you, you learn of her persistence and her perseverance and her faith. You know, that she is this strong-willed young girl who is just very, very determined. And no matter what anybody says to her, she cannot be deterred. And when the the, the most uh, promising moment happens where she can decide to take back that, that uh, trade that she offered, she makes a most honorable choice. And she restores faith and hope to both sides of the community. Yeah, it sounds like I a know. show we need right now. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know. Through her actions. And then the little girl at the end, after we've told her the story, you know, has courage again. So it's really a tale of courage. And it's a tale of community. And it's it's a tale of, of uh, faith and mm-hmm. devotion and how a community uplifts itself in the midst of trials. Tell us about the music and yeah. the dancing. Yeah. Oh. I just feel like with the Caribbean flavor, it's got, and even with Shakira doing yes. her Afro-Caribbean dancing the other night, yes. was so... People were loving that, that maybe hadn't really heard that. Hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. And we definitely have some awesome, awesome music, Caribbean-influenced music. We start the show off with uh, this song called We Dance, which is very, very high energy. And it just sets the pace and the tone of the whole show. Mm. And you go, oh, gosh, that Mama Will Provide, that, that one you just heard, is even more energetic in our show. And we and we use... Um, our band is only a four-piece band, and where all the other instrumentations come from okay. is from us. Cool. So whether it's vocalizations or we, we're using these things called trashments, which, for instance, I have a horn that is made of a garden hose, a pillbox, and a crystal geyser water bottle. And so it talks about the resourcefulness as well on this island. Yeah. And it's just heart pumping and heart racing oh and toe tapping and head nodding and you know you feel all the emotions that you want so it's like a good soul cleansing right. oh my god and i want to see you're just this. joining us the the it starts tonight yes. the musical once on this island and it was also didn't it just win an award in 2018 for the best a tony award for the best revival of a musical. Yes. And we have um, Tamira with us and um, Tamira Gray, if I'm saying that right. But there's a huge article just today in the Star Tribune about the award winning choreographer. Yes. Did you get to meet Camille Brown? Oh, Camille Brown is amazing. She is absolutely everything that you've read about the kindest, most generous spirit you've ever met. It's so exciting to be a part of this show and to get to be under her direction in choreography. Is this the first time it's been on the road? It is. This is the that's first national tour. We haven't yeah. heard of it before. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just really cool. And I do love that it's... They love it, a Caribbean, Caribbean show coming in February. I know. Like, this bring is the what, heat. Bring the heat. I know. Right. And, and the passion the, and the dance. Because that's one of the things, yes. like, when you do go to a Caribbean island, one of the things that instantly makes you happy is the music, the music, the steel drum and all yes. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the food. And, and the, the food, food yes. yes. One, one thing that we do in our show actually is um, Mama Asaka, in the beginning, she has her pan on the stove and we're actually cooking peppers mm. and onions on the stove. So you might be smelling mm. that when you walk in and there's sand on the floor and there's actual rain and there's fire. 
You know, we're giving you all of the elements. Yeah, and I stage. love seeing a show at the Ordway. I so mean, I. I love that theater. It's just so lovely. It's so lovely. So lovely. Oh gosh, you're gonna. It's just lovely. Okay, so what stop on the uh, tour is is the Twin Cities for you guys? We are at show number eighty three. Okay, wow, yes. fun. Yes, and it, when you were on American Idol, were you? Like an acting, were you a theater kid anyway, theater musical kid? No, I was not. You were not. I was not. My acting came after American Idol, and I got my first Broadway show uh, doing a show called Bombay Dreams, actually, uh, an Indian influence. And so I played Priya, who was a Brahmin. You know, so uh, we had the two different, the same kind same of a situation kind of going on. Um, but I've always loved musical theater. Always, always. And I just didn't grow up in a musical theater family. So it wasn't big to my family. And they've only just recently, after I've kind of been like, okay, this is what I I've do. chosen, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, and now they're like, oh, I love it. And my daughter has really taken a liking to musical theater. And just last year, she decided that she was ready to do her first musical and her first musical was into the woods oh. and she devoured it for like seven months straight. So that's all we listened to in my house. And it just so happened that in April I got an audition for into the woods and I told her about it. And if she had never done it, I probably would have said, no, I don't, I don't do that type of musical. You know, I didn't yeah. feel as confident. Right. But I said to her, you know, oh, I got this audition to be granny. And she said, oh, mommy, you're going to have to go kill the devil. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. oh, you, you did it at the gosh. Hollywood Bowl. Yes. How cool was that? It was amazing. But just to be coached by my yeah, eight year old, you know, darling. like her excitement and energy was exactly what I took into the room. And so it was really exciting, you know, so it's nice to be able to pass this on to my daughter yeah, musical wonderful. theater it's I mean, fun to show feel your passion I know and this show sounds like so much fun once on this island it's at the Ordway through Sunday and um, go to the Ordway.org to get all your tickets and I just think it just sounds like just a really fun. lively fun, fun and, and with a positive story, story. that's really what we great. need yeah. and the and dance and, and the singing. music yes. and the smells I love it would you say Ooh. 20 over 20 no Really? Yeah, really? I would say about that much. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I mean, I could probably run down the list yeah. of songs, but we don't have. We don't time. have time. Yeah. <laughs> Come it, and see us. It's so <laughs> nice to meet you. Lovely congratulations. You. Thank Your you so energy much. is contagious, yes, so you is. must really be on fire on the stage. Oh, I, I with your again. co-stars. Okay. <laughs> now, thank you so much again. The show once on this island at the Ordway now through Sunday. It's just opening tonight. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.